I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome to Off Court with the McGowans, powered by Husker Online. Nebraska basketball players Trey and Bryce McGowans give you an inside look at the program and much more. Off Court is brought to you by Tavern 180 and Tanner's Bar and Grill in Lincoln. Hello and welcome again to another edition of Off Court. Sean Callahan and Robin Washett and we are not joined in studio right now, Robin, by Trey and Bryce as they are on their vacation as the, the entire program is on a break, so this is going to be a vacation edition of Off Court, but we are going to hear from Bryce and Trey later in the show, as well as Matt Abdelmasse, and as well as Husker play-by-play guy Ken Pavelka. Are we confirmed with Pavelka at this point? Yep. KP He's in. in the house. So, He's in. Uh, what's his say? What does he always say on the radio? Got it. Got Okay, so we'll have to get a couple uh, KP got it. Bang a ring. But... <laughs> We thought it was important to continue things going, and Off Court, as you heard, is brought to you by our proud title sponsor, Tanner's Sports Bar and Grill and Tavern 180, uh, both on 30th and Yankee Hill. And Tavern 180 is the unofficial slash official spot for Husker basketball official visit dinners. They like to head up there, and Tanner's is the unofficial slash official sports bar hangout of the Husker basketball coaching staff and players as They've been known to watch a little NBA basketball in there and other other sporting events and NFL football. So get on into any one of those two proud title sponsors here of the show. I was in there Thursday after my Husker football night at St. Michael's and um, got some wings and talked to some friends and always always a great atmosphere in Tanner's on 30th and Yankee Hill. But Robin, summer workouts are over. Guys are on a break. You guys had kind of your big powwow slash media dinner with lunch with Fred Hoiberg right after all that last week over at Lazlo's here down the road. Yeah, it was just a little, uh, I guess, olive branch thank you opportunity for, uh, you know, Fred wanted to do. Took a few of the um, you know core beat writers out to Lazlo's and just had a little sit-down lunch. I mean, it's something that really haven't been able to do basically since he got in here, especially over the last year. So uh, it was definitely fun. I mean, it was nothing like like press conference setting or anything, but just – you know, talking basketball, talking the NBA, and, um, you know, he gave a couple different insights. And, you know, I guess uh, maybe the biggest noteworthy takeaways, uh, he was talking about guys that have really impressed him. And he said this to me before, but C.J. Wilcher keeps coming up. He can shoot it. Yeah. <laughs> and he Fred uh, used some colorful language a little bit to talk about how well C.J. <laughs> actually shoots the ball. So, I mean, he's a guy that Fred really likes. And that three-point shooting is going to be – a very big part in what Nebraska's offense does. And so starter or not, C.J. Wilshire is going to play, and he's going to play a lot. And so definitely one to keep an eye on uh, as far as newcomers making an immediate impact uh, beyond uh, our two guys that are the namesake of the show. But uh, another guy he mentioned was Wilhelm Breidenbach, uh, who, again, is still coming back off that knee injury. But, uh, I mean, he's, he's another freshman that is going to make a case to play significant minutes right out of the gate. His three-point shooting has been better than anyone would have expected. Uh, and with the way that he's been able to avoid surgery uh, coming off that torn meniscus he suffered um, at the end of his high school season, uh, that's kept his development on track. And he missed some time, you know, wasn't able to go full action for basically the first half of the summer. But by the end of summer workouts, you know, he was getting up and down the court and you know, playing live five on five so you know, give him you know a couple more weeks to continue that rehab and he should be close to full go when they get back to action here uh you know once the semester gets rolling and robin you've been around nebraska basketball for i mean you're like the old head now on the beat i mean because you were even there before pavelka right was pavelka calling the games was it randy lee when you first started yeah so i my oh eight yeah oh eight season of 08 so but i had done it before uh you know with like the daily nebraska and stuff like that back in like the barry collier days but uh yeah that second year of doc sadler was and we'll ask ken when he so my question is though i mean i think to our listeners like oh it must be the normal you get to go out to lunch with the coaches like what you guys did 
And by the way, I hope did anyone like order like the twenty ounce steak and add a sh- shrimp skewer to it, or was Chris, ever- Chris Basnet got the uh, <laughs> prime rib enchiladas, and I got the uh, I got the salmon special. There, the salmon at Laszlo's is legit. FYI, I am a shrimp brochette guy. There, I like the the grilled fired shrimp there. But anyway, it's really not the norm. Like we've been covering Nebraska athletics a long time, and for not just like an assistant coach to go to coffee, which was we've done that and gone out for some other drinks with assistant coaches over the years but for the head coach of a high profile program to take the media out to a public restaurant in the hay market i mean that's that's pretty unique and i think it tells you kind of how comfortable fred is with things and how i think he wants to really establish some good relationships here going forward well he's a pro that uh has been thrown to the the wolves in the nba market before (laughs) so i think if anybody understands uh the value of making friends in the media it's probably fred hoiberg so i'm sure that this you know he understands what he's doing but also i think that that's just his personality i mean he's a guy that uh wants things to be kind of more on a a personal level especially with the core guys that are going to be around almost daily uh once the season gets rolling and you know I, i think a lot of that does have to do with things being a little bit more settled now like that first year it was so chaotic for them with the way they had to overhaul the roster basically from day one uh, and then going into the season all the turmoil that went with that Uh, but then year two obviously being what last year was so I think now things have finally settled it a little bit where they can take a bit of a breath and uh, you know have an opportunity to do something like this so it was it was fun like I said it was super low-key super casual but definitely something that uh, I think goes a long way in not just winning over the, the people that are covering you, but establishing just a, a, a professional and personal relationship between uh, coach and, and media. You're listening here to Off Court with Sean Callahan and Robin Washett as Trey and Bryce McGowan are back home um, on a little break, but they will join us later in the show. And Robin, this is show number seven. And if you remember, we launched this thing at midnight on NIL July 1, Right when it got, I mean, got a lot of national attention. Darren Ravel gave us a retweet right off the bat, as did a lot of other national publications as being the first true NIL podcast. And this has been a lot of fun for you and I each week. I mean, like any new venture, there's challenges, but it's been a lot of fun um, getting this thing off the ground. And, you know, you're around the program a lot as much as anybody. But I think you've learned so much more about this team and – my goal, like when we've started putting these things together for now with JoJo Doman in the McGowns, is let's use NIL to help Husker fans. Let's give Nebraska fans better content than they're going to get from the podiums on level three or level six or wherever. You know, and, and I think we've been able to accomplish that definitely with both of our shows between the beat with JoJo Doman and, and off court with Trey and Bryce McGowns. Well, and, you know, just with, with this show in particular, I mean, it's not just getting to know. Trey and Bryce on a, a really you know, deeper level than uh, otherwise uh, you ever would have gotten. I mean, I'm, going back to, to last year, no one knew who any of those players were because for one, it was a brand new team, and two, there was COVID. no there was no public interaction with those guys outside of Zoom press conferences. And so, I mean, the, you just you didn't really know anything about these guys as people outside of just the, the recruiting interviews we did before they ever showed up on campus. So this. Uh, I mean, now they're finally getting this opportunity to, you know, not only have this type of interview access to them, but to let them kind of deliver the message they want to deliver about, you know, who they are, their interests, you know, what what, what they feel about the team. Uh, that's all been extremely valuable, both for, for us, but especially for uh, the fans to, to, you know, get to know these guys beyond the basketball player. But then you take it a step further in the number of guests that we've had on the show. I mean, the I don't even know how, how many, pretty much darn near the whole roster has been up here. Strength uh, coach. Yeah, the strength coach. You know, almost the entire, the entire assistant coaching pool. Fred Hoiberg's been on here. Uh, I mean, it's it's been really great to just, you know, get to see not only hear from those types of guys, but see how they interact as a team. You we know, need to get Armand Gates on. Yeah. He, he's the only guy we haven't got on I yet. I know. You know, the pressure's on you, Armand, if you're listening. But, uh, you know, the, the see how they interact. You know, when you got all four, you know, the, the, the two brothers here and then, you know, and two of their teammates up there and just seeing, you know, I think some of our best shows, like when, you know, Latman and you know, Kobe Webster was up here and those guys were just cracking were jokes. I think that was episode three. I mean, that was just a bunch of fun, just seeing how those guys interacted. You could see that everybody's kind of let loose a little bit. A lot of times when you're sitting here in front of the microphone, you know you're being recorded, you kind of clam up a little bit. But uh, when, when those guys were around each other, you could tell they were comfortable, and I thought that was when some of the best content, just from a, you know, a, a personality standpoint, came out. 
talking uh, off court here as um, the guys are on break, but we're still doing a vacation edition of the show. And Robin, NBA Summer League has started up and, you know, a couple Husker angles in there for you to watch. Delano Banton with the Raptors and then Isaiah Roby, um, two guys that you covered here in, in the recent years, uh, both taking part in the Summer League and, and Roby just got a new contract. So, um, some NBA angles that you'll be watching here in August as well. Yeah, so Roby's not playing. He's a guy that was starting last year, believe it or not. So, I mean, he, he had a really good year to the point where uh, I think it was just this past week, uh, the uh, Thunder, Oklahoma City Thunder, decided to uh, go ahead and guarantee his contract uh, for 2021-22, fully guaranteed it for $1.78 million. And so then they'll have an option in 22-23, where they can pick it up for $1.9 million. So uh, good on Isaiah, man. I know there was a lot of people that thought he didn't have a chance to make the NBA, and look at him now. Got a fully guaranteed deal with the Oklahoma City Thunder with an option for uh, another year beyond that. But then uh, as far as Huskers in the summer league, Delano Banton, uh, Nebraska's latest draft pick uh, with the Toronto Raptors. Uh, you know, he had one game as of recording time. Uh, they played the New York Knicks, and uh, he played 18 minutes, had five points, uh, four rebounds, three blocks, two steals, and an assist, but he did have five turnovers. So you want to talk about, like, the prototype Delano Banton stat line that uh, Nebraska fans saw a lot of last year where – Literally, he fills up numbers in every category, good or bad. And, you know, his shooting wasn't great. He was 2 of 6 from the field, 0 of 2 from three-point range, and 1 of 3 from the free-throw line. But, you know, he's also a a 6'9 point guard that had led the team in blocks and had four rebounds. So, you know, he's a guy that is still very much a work in progress. But the level of intrigue, especially in his hometown of Toronto – is extremely high and they're really excited about him and think that uh, he's got the potential to potentially uh, you know, make his way into that full roster uh, at some point next season. All right, Robin, a couple of house cleaning items here for tickets because we've got a lot of season ticket holders, a lot of people that want to get on the bandwagon um, and get tickets for this year. August 24th, the seat yourself process begins. And remember, we're two years removed from this. So there have there wasn't season tickets last year. So, you don't really know what it's going to look like. There naturally is going to probably be some turnover with some tickets just because there's been a, a gap. Um, so August 24th is Seat Yourself Begins. It's a two, three-day process based on your priority points, which is giving um, you know money. The money that you have given to the university, you get points for each $100. And based on that point number, that's how you're chosen to pick. So you can't just cut the line. It's all a priority point basis. Another thing, Robin, Nebraska's December 11th game in Atlanta versus Auburn. If you are a season ticket holder, you are able to get pre-sale access. And we were talking, guessing on when that game would uh, start. And I know you thought maybe a night game, but rereading this email that we got, it's going to be the second game of the day is what it says. Um, So uh, it will be interesting to see. Um, the the holiday hoops giving on December 11th in Atlanta when Nebraska will take on Auburn will be kind of a road game type environment. Wow, and, that's that's strange because like as far as marquee matchups are concerned. Uh, okay, I'm sorry, I misread that. The first session features Huskers facing off against Auburn to kickstart the festivities, while Drake and Clemson highlight the second game of the day. So. Nebraska is the first game of the day, according to this email. Hmm. Interesting. Well, okay. So that must mean LSU Georgia Tech is the prime time, which makes sense. I mean, hometown Georgia Tech and then LSU. So now now we know we got to figure out your flight. Yeah, no kidding. Well, well, we got time. It's a a good thing we waited to buy our plane ticket on that one. But, yeah, so anyway, the rest of that field. uh, So if Clemson Drake and Nebraska Auburn are the first session, then that means uh, Western Kentucky – uh, Ole Miss and then uh, LSU Georgia Tech are going to be the second session. So uh, adjust your plans accordingly if anybody's planning on going out there. All right, when we come back, we're going to bring in Trey McGowns from back home. We'll get an update on what he's been up to and more. You're listening to Off Court with Trey and Bryce McGowns. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. 
And that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You're listening to Off Court with the McGowans, brought to you by Tavern 180 and Tanner's Bar and Grill in Lincoln. And welcome back here to Off Court. Sean Callahan, Robin Washed, as uh, we said earlier, driving the bus. Trey and Bryce are back on vacation, and we're holding down the fort, the segment of the show, brought to you by Gary Michaels Clothiers on 56th and Pine Lake. They are the official outfitters of Off Court as they are going to get Bryce and Trey ready for the upcoming basketball season and get them customized with suits and ties and sports shirts and uh, looking forward to that as uh, we get closer to the start of the season as Gary Michaels is a proud sponsor of Off Court. But uh, pleased to bring in one of the hosts of Off Court, um, Trey McGowns, joining us here from back home. Trey, we're missing you and Bryce in studio. We're missing the food that usually comes when you guys come to from the sponsors. Uh, but we're managing, and we're hoping you guys are having a good uh, break back home. Nah, most definitely. I mean, I definitely enjoy it. Matter of fact, I just finished um, pickup. Um, but, I mean, yeah, I'm definitely enjoying the time home, kind of get away a little bit. Yeah, I guess. What, what have you been doing? I mean, so what, you left on, what was it, Wednesday? Or, or when, when did you head back? Uh... Was it Wednesday? I'm pretty sure it was, right? Yeah, so. middle middle of last week sometime. So you yeah. uh, you headed back home, and uh, what what were the main things you wanted to do as soon as you you touched down back 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 home in in South Carolina? What what was on your agenda for for the start off this trip? I'm really just trying to like just get away from everything. Honestly, uh, I mean for me, I mean we we were kind of like really really into it. Um, so I mean I took. I planned on t- just taking Wednesday or Thursday off, but I mean, I just came came to the like realization. I mean, I put in enough work. Um, I felt good with where I was. Um, just coming off um, the, the summer of work, so um, I ended up just going in, getting shots up, not not doing any movement, dribbling, dribbling. Um, just a lot of mechanics. So I really just started back. I want to say. Monday was my first day, like, working out. Um, so, yesterday I, had a, I worked out at 5. Um, and then I had another workout later on. And then um, this morning I worked out at 6. And then uh, me and Bryce worked out at 6, actually. And then, I mean, we had pickup. And then Bryce, Bryce had lift. Um, but, yeah, I, I played pickup. So, really just trying to keep working, um, just tighten up on the things I want to tighten up on. And, um, probably going to leave for New York, like, Thursday, Friday. Um, just to kind of get a take a little vacation because I mean I'm at, I'm like 21 now so I finally get to kind of leave on my own. So I'm, I'm gonna take that little vacation on my own because yes, I ain't sir. never been away like just on my own. So very, I'm looking forward to that. Very nice. Well, it sounds like you got a, a full full vacation set up here. So when when do you plan on getting back? Is when 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 you head uh, back so to Lincoln? I will actually was gonna come back like Monday and two Monday or Tuesday. But, um, like, I'm going to New York. I mean, it's not going to be just vacation. It's going to be, like, a lot of workout, um, pick up um, one of my um, coaches. Uh, just a lot of films, like, stuff to pick up. Uh, it's going to work in the system. Um, but I'll probably get back, I want to say, like, Thursday, Friday. Okay. So, I guess, uh, and I guess guys will probably be sprinkling in around then for, you know, the start of the fall semester coming up, uh, you know, really <laughs> pretty soon. But, you know, as, as one of the veteran, you know, leaders of this team, you know, what, what, what do you guys kind of, what, what's the message to the guys when, when everybody does get back? Like, what, when do you start, like, really getting after it in terms of getting back into the groove of workouts and um, when you start uh, practicing and I guess what's kind of the timeline for, you know, getting things dialed back in for, you know, getting ready for the start of the season? Um, I actually think uh, we kind of got things dialed in, like really before we left, um, like kind of the core group, um, we had a like just a team meeting um, to kind of talk about the goals, just really talk about like each other, like who, who we are. Um, like, as a person, like, really get to know each other. So, I mean, if everybody knows everyone's goal, then, um, like, we can hold each other accountable. Like, you, you say you want to do this, you know, 
you you come from there, so I mean, why stop? Um, I mean, you're close to it. Let's let's help each other get to um, where we want to get to individually. Um, and I mean, that's gonna happen just by winning um, and just coming together. We're talking here to Trey McGowns as uh, the Huskers are on their break right now. So, what as you look at the workouts? What was different just about this summer? Obviously, you, you got to do more of the in-person stuff, but just how much more did you guys grow over this than, say, a year ago, um, just being able to have everybody here and go through what you guys did the last couple of months? Um, I would say, honestly, just knowing the roles that um, we're going to be able to play. I mean, last year was kind of a lot of uncertainty, especially for me, because um, I didn't know if I was – how to waiver and all that was going to play out. So I was just trying to work. And like this summer, I was kind of getting better at certain things uh, so I could be able to help this team um, and help me reach my goals, um, especially after this year. So, I mean, most of this year, most of the summer, I was kind of working on playmaking. Um, and then we, we picked up Zoe. So, uh, I mean, I'm going to have to play like not, not all, completely off the ball, but. Um, kind of off the ball just a little bit so um like it was it was it was kind of different at first because i was like ah, i worked on playmaking the whole summer um but i mean i just had to go in looking i'm um, on the bright side um i mean it's gonna help me figure out ways to score and really just get my teammates involved because really when i come came home there's a, just a lot of shooting so i, I feel like I'm, I'm shooting skin off the ball um right now nice. um and just staying at it honestly um staying locked in uh, like 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 you said, uh, I mean, got still got the gold chart. Uh, my dad kind of sat down with me. Um, Want to say uh, Friday, um, last Friday, just to talk about the goals um, for the season, just kind of pick my brain a little bit. Um, so I mean, I'm definitely looking forward to getting back to the running. So, you know, uh, for a lot of these guys, including your brother, you know, the the newcomers that hadn't been a part of a, a high major practice or workout before, you know, this, this summer was their first real taste at it. Did you see guys like Bryce and, you know, Wilhelm and, um, you know, I, I guess Oleg maybe to an extent, the guys that had never been a part of, you know, a, a college basketball team or workout or practice. Did you see them grow a little bit over these last couple months just in terms of going up against Big Ten level competition on a daily basis? Most definitely. Um, I mean, that, that's really what excites me the most. Um, I mean, the young guys, I'm um, just getting after it day in or day out. Um, I mean, because usually young guys, like, they can, they can get a little behind, you know, um, but I mean, the young guys that the coaches brought in, workers. Um, so Bryce, Oleg, um, Wilhelm, um, Sam, uh, Jackson, like everybody, uh, workers. Um, and that, that just goes um, to show the coaching staff um, pushing us. Um, Coach Kurt, getting us stronger. Um, I mean, getting us faster, more athletic. Um, just really everything. Um, but I mean, just the young guys were already super talented. Um, and then, I mean, just when you put their work ethic, I'm just added to everything else that they bring to the table. I mean, I, I mean, I, I honestly feel like all our young guys, uh, Keon, I'm going to count him as a young guy as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, he should be a part of that freshman class. I mean, just all that all that together, all, all the freshmen that um, the coaches have brought in this year, I, I see making an immediate impact this year. Well, Trey, uh, we've done our best to hold down the, the show without you and Bryce in studio, but I know we're looking forward to having you guys back in Lincoln and, and ready to go to get ready for this upcoming basketball season. So thank you for taking some time um, on your break to join us here um, as uh, we'll get you back in Lincoln here soon. No, nah, definitely. I can't wait to get back up. All right. Well, much more to come. We are going to hear from Bryce McGowns next. You're listening here to Off Court. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're listening to Off Court with the McGowans, brought to you by Tavern 180 and Tanner's Bar and Grill in Lincoln. 
And welcome back here to this edition, this vacation edition of Off Court with Trey and Bryce McGowns, Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, and we just heard from Trey, and now we're pleased to bring in um, Bryce McGowns into the program. It's his program, and we're, we're kind of the substitute teacher uh, teachers here, um, Bryce, as this segment brought to you by Lazari's Pizza on 48th and Old Cheney. Make sure you stop in to Lincoln's New York-style pizzeria, uh, Lazari's Pizza, a proud sponsor here of Off Court with Trey and Bryce McCowns. And I, I joked here, Bryce, um, we're missing you in studio, but we're doing our best uh, to hold down the fort while you guys are back home. It's great to have you on. Yes, sir. I'm happy to be on once again. <laughs> so, Bryce, obviously uh, you left last week uh, head back, uh, back home, I guess. Well, what was the very first thing you did uh, when you got back home? I know you were talking about different places to eat and uh, you know, people are you going to see what, what was item number one on your, your trip back home for the first time in a few months? Uh, food wise or just anything I did. Anything Cause start with food and then your, your first, your first fun activity. Um, all right. So the first thing I did when I got back was got a haircut. Uh, <laughs> do, you, do you have a go-to out barber out there? Yes, I have, I have a real good barber here. Um, <laughs> but the, I think the first meal I had, it was the next day. I land the next day. My uh, my mother cooked so some chicken and rice and all all that good stuff. So yes, sir. Well, I wasn't surprised at all when I'm looking at you know you and Trey's uh, Instagram that uh, basketball has very much remained at the forefront of your daily routine here. I think uh, you know we're recording this on on Tuesday, and I think this morning at like six or seven local time, you guys were already at legacy early college at the gym getting getting some shots up and, and getting a workout in is have you been able to uh keep your your basketball chops up over the break oh definitely um i'm usually at it probably like twice a day uh if not you know probably once and do uh weights so um yeah i've been able to maintain uh my weight over the break so far and you know just continue to you know uh, sharpen up things and you know just continue to stay in the gym we're talking here to Bryce McGowns as a segment brought to you by Lazari's Pizza on 48th and Old Cheney. And, and Bryce, when you go away like this, do the coaches give you kind of a, a sheet of paper or a schedule? Like if you can try to do this, kind of keep to this schedule over the break so you don't lose everything um, that we've built? Or do they trust all you guys while you're gone to kind of know what to do and what not to do? Uh, well, Coach Kurt, uh, our strength and conditioning coach, um, he gave us, uh, uh, you know, uh, a plan. Uh, uh, so our, uh, I would say, progressions don't drop. I mean, drop uh, like uh, balance and weight and uh, flexibility. We had a, we got a program from him. But coaches, you know, we all, uh, our whole team is gym rats. So um, coach really, not, they didn't give us anything over the break, really. So because you know we got a lot of workaholics. So. Um, yeah, speaking of we're gonna holic. So you guys were at uh what was it, Great Wolf Lodge? Is that right? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and I noticed the first thing you guys did was find the, the basketball hoops. And so even when you're at a water park, you guys find a way to hoop. Is that just kinda ingrained in your mentality that you see a basketball, you gotta go get some shops up? Yeah, it was the it was literally the first thing we went, <laughs> like only thing we did was just sit on the hoop and just shoot and dunk. <laughs> That's awesome. Who's got the record on Papa Shot when you go to those places where, you know, you get the timer and you guys are side by side? I mean, is that go back and forth or do you get the better of your older brother in that game? Uh, I would say great with lies, though. I was hooping. <laughs> but uh, not, I don't know. We don't really we don't really compete that much. But, you know, what I mean, it's. It's, it's very fun, though. That's funny. All right, so obviously you guys just wrapped up summer workouts, and I know they are mm -hmm. kind of what they are. You know, a lot of it was just you know, started off with, you know, like group, like small group work, and then you kind of eased your way into full team stuff. But, you know, now that those are in the books, you guys kind of get a chance to, to step away and refresh. But what's kind of – what was the, the leaving – or the departing message for from Coach Hoiberg to the guys when when you guys uh, you know wrapped up your time your summer workouts here, going into the break. Did he do you have any like you know points that he wanted you guys to to focus on and and really think about 
for for when you get back to work here, uh, you know, come the start of the fall semester? Uh, we over me. It's been our, um, you know, saying from day one. Uh, you know, he he stressed it uh, when we broke when we last broke the huddle. Uh, I would say the day we left or you know departed. Uh, just being able to you know stay together. Uh, they're gonna be tough times, and you know to win games we're gonna have to play together. And we can't have you know one person on a different page than the whole team. You know because that, that'll mess up everything else. So just uh, continue to maintain chemistry um, and build off you know the first set or I say the sessions of summer workouts. What did you learn about this group? I mean, during the this summer, not just the the workouts, but uh, you know the, the the meetings and just hanging around each other. You actually got to to spend time as a you know almost the entire roster together in one place. Uh, I mean, what did you learn about this team that maybe you didn't know before you arrived uh, on campus at the beginning of June? Uh, I learned that we all want to win. Um, that's our main goal. And, you know, it's been our main goal since everybody stepped on campus. But uh, as a group, you know, we've, we've really been able to gel quickly um, on and off the court. And, you know, it's only going to get better. So we're looking forward to it. Good stuff. Well, I guess, uh, you know, looking ahead, um, you know, what, what is your, your plan here? When, when, when do you guys get back? And then uh, as a team, when do, when do you get back to work? Um, I think the 23rd, and I think that's when we start school possibly. Uh, not quite sure yet, but um, I think I get back to 19. So, you know, we'll just uh, sit down. We'll probably have a meet- a couple meetings before uh, we start and, you know, just sit down and talk about everything and get our plans together. Well, Bryce, it was great to uh, connect with you here on your break, and I know um, we'll figure out a time next week when you guys get back to – to get a full ad- regular edition of off court, but we appreciate you taking some time. Um, it's your show. We're, we're running the we're running the the show for you while you're gone, but we're we're gonna be glad to have you back in Lincoln here. Yes, sir. Thank y'all again, uh, and hope everybody's having a great great week, great weekend. All right. <laughs> Thanks, well, Bryce. much more to come. You're listening here to Off Court with Trey and Bryce McGowns. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're listening to Off Court with the McGowans, brought to you by Tavern 180 and Tanner's Bar and Grill in Lincoln. And welcome back here to Off Court with Sean Callahan and Robin Washington. It's trained Bryce McGowans, as you just heard her, back home on vacation, but this is a special vacation edition of Off Court, this segment of the show brought to you by our friends here in downtown Lincoln, A1 Automotive. They are your local downtown mechanic here in Lincoln. Uh, Kendall and the crew there do an excellent job. Bryce actually had a problem with his car, and Bryce went right in there, and they got Bryce squared away immediately. Um, so check out A1 Automotive if you want honest local mechanics. Uh, and they are also a proud supporter and sponsor here of Off Court. But we're pleased, Robin, to bring in our next guest here of the show, a guy that I used to work with many years ago uh, when we were, I believe, at KCAR. And I work at KFAB now as well, KP. But uh, it's just always so fun to hear you involved with Nebraska basketball as Kent Pavelka um, joins the show. I think so many of our listeners have grown up with you and – uh, to have you still a part of Husker Broadcast, it's, I think, a lot of fun for a lot of listeners still. Well, I appreciate that. Thanks. Uh, people have grown up and grown old with me, I guess. Both, right? <laughs> That's right. So, but, yeah, it's, uh, I, I, I'm really looking forward to this year when you consider uh, what we all went through last year trying to do it remote, remotely, all of our broadcasts. So uh, it'll be nice to, to really get a chance to, to meet the the two uh, principles of this show and that wouldn't be you two it'd be the McCallum <laughs> brothers right? absolutely not us yeah <laughs> well that, I, I think that's something that I think a lot of people either didn't realize or forgot about that uh you know that that whole COVID restriction thing I mean had a major impact on your job and, and you and Jake just being able to call games you had to do it all remotely and um I mean did, did you travel to any game uh this this past season no, we didn't go to any game, home or away, so, and uh, it yeah. was uh, it was a tremendous uh, 
challenge, I'll tell you. No, nothing I want to do again. It, it wasn't much fun, really. I mean, I just missed the interaction you know, of, of, of real people rather than looking at a, at, a, at a screen and trying to call a game from, a, from, your, from your home office. Well, and you know, one of the you know the best things about you know, the way you call games is just you know the the excitement and passion that uh, comes with being there, and you know, understanding the moment, and you know, kind of getting into the the, uh, the the atmosphere of not only the the fans but what's going on on the court. And how difficult was it to try to replicate that when you know you're not even in the arena? And I mean, just is that something you <laughs> ever would have expected you'd have to do uh, in your years of broadcasting? That that you know that you would even be sitting in the arena let alone sitting courtside no it was um it was a nightmare you know and and i what i was most worried about was you know that it would sound trumped up uh that it would sound phony you know like we were trying to make it sound like something that that wasn't natural and um i must say though that the husker sports network uh, technical crew and everybody involved uh, did a mark, remarkable job. You know, we were we, we were able to to pick up the ambiance of the arenas uh, through what they were able to do. But it was it was hard. It was you know it was uh, we didn't have those those relationships with the players and the coaches and, and the fans. And um, so we did the best we could. Yeah, and sure. and looking forward to being back in back at the PBA here before long. Well, I know that you've already gotten a chance, uh, you know, unlike last year, to, to see these guys in person. I know you've been able to go check out a couple workouts, and, you know, I know it's just summer workouts, not even full-on practices, but, you know, maybe what are some of your initial impressions of this year's team? I know that there, there is, a, you know, a good chunk of returning continuity, but a lot of new faces that – uh, you know, most fans out there uh, haven't got a chance to see yet. What would have been your takeaways of, of this group, and and maybe what uh, fans can expect this season? Well, I guess the the thing that uh, is most obvious to me is uh, they've got knockdown shooters on this team, um, guys that can really really shoot the ball from the perimeter. And you know, you can name the names, but uh, you know, C.J. Wilcher and Bryce McGowan's and Wilhelm. Breidenbach, um, and then, you know, Kobe Webster and Lat Mayen from last year. Um, I've really been impressed with the way that, that, that these guys have shot the ball. And then, of course, they've got guys who can get it to the rim and then spray it out to those shooters, mm-hmm. you know, not the, the least of whom is Trey McGowan's. And, that, you know, and, and adding Alonzo Verge to that mix. So um, I, I think I think you'll the Husker, Husker fans will see a team that shoots the ball way way better than it did last year. So you know I, I guess we'll stick with uh, you know, one of the namesakes of the show, Bryce McGowan's. Uh, you know I mean a lot of people have heard all about him and and how good uh, he's he's supposed to be. But as someone who has actually got the chance to see him on the court with, with a basketball in his hands, you know what. Where where would you put him in terms of other highly anticipated, highly touted recruits that that Nebraska's had? Is is he living up to the billing that that comes with that that five star next to his name? I think that I see that potential, um, and you know he he's so smooth that his you know it kind of belies his athleticism and how good he is. I mean he's you know you, you all you guys can relate to you know seeing players that are they're so smooth that they like i said they they belie what they're getting done on the floor he, he's not a real ball dominant guy um and I, you know personality wise you know how could how can you come in as a freshman and, and, and just start running things in that sense but um man he can play he can really really play and, and you can see in in uh you know, you can you can see in in spurts that just how good he is and will be uh, and will become. Um, but I think he's I think he's getting his feet wet and 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 trying to meld in with everybody else and and um, but I, th- I think he's uh, he's going to be a real special player. We're talking here with Kent Pavelka on Off Court. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett. This segment of Off Court brought to you by A One Automotive here in downtown Lincoln and. Kent, you've obviously been around a long time. I mean, how, how many years have you called Nebraska basketball games? I know there was a short break in there in the middle, um, but what's your total number of years at now? 
<laughs> Sean, I don't know. I don't even know. Uh, <laughs> I, I just, <laughs> I can just tell you, I, my first season was uh, in 1974, 74, 75. Um, you know, I can throw some names out there, but not a lot of people will remember the players on that team. But, uh, you know, what is 74 and now 2021 and then, you know, subtracts a few years in there where, where we were gone or I was gone. But um, so I started when I was 24 years old and I'm 72 today. So I guess those are some numbers you can you can play with. But you keep it. I mean, for you, you keep yourself in pretty good shape, Ken. I mean, you, you come around and, and I mean, I don't think a lot of people would realize you're 72. I mean, it, you, obviously, this keeps you pretty active and going. And I'm sure you want to keep doing these games for as many. You, you want to be like a Vin Scully for Nebraska basketball, it feels like. Well, I want to do it as long as it's fun. And I feel like I'm still doing a good job. Um, and I'm, you know, you, you wonder, you, sometimes you think about, well, you know, well, how many more years will, will I do this? I, the thing that about, about it right now is I, you know, I couldn't imagine walking away before this year. You know, I mean, I, I, I really think this team can, will, will surprise a lot of people in terms of its competitiveness and, and, uh, and, um, I wouldn't count anything out in you, terms of what the, you know, what they can do. You've called, I believe, all of Nebraska's NCAA or almost all of their NCAA tournament games. Maybe a Tyron Lue team. I don't believe you're calling those games. Um, but do you feel like this is the staff that might be able to deliver that first NCAA tournament win just based on how well you've gotten to know Fred and, and the guys they're starting to bring in this program? I don't think there's any doubt about it. And I think just by virtue of playing in the Big Ten Conference, if you get in the tournament, you're good enough to win a game or two. You know, I mean, that's the level at which you're, you know, you're playing at every year, you know, all throughout the winter ahead of the tournament. So no doubt um, that if they can get in, they can win. And, and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that, uh, hoping I'm around when that happens. And I think it, it'll happen sooner than later. Well, can I know that you've had been witness to Nebraska fans getting their hopes set up and then crushed in agonizing fashions uh, many times over the years. I guess what would be your message going into this year when there is so much optimism and hope about this team and uh, the the job that, that Fred Hoiberg and, and his staff have, have done in building up the roster to where, you know, like you said it yourself, that they have an opportunity to really take a step forward but then I think with a lot of Nebraska fans, you know, they're they've been burned by history too many times to where they've seen this play out before, and you know, every year they end in disappointment. I guess how do how would you, or what would be your message to fans trying to temper expectations, but also wanting to buy into the hope that this thing is heading in the right direction? Well, just be reasonable in terms of watching this team in in late October and you know in November. Uh, that these will be their first real games together, this group. And so I don't think that what you see uh, early on will be what you get late in the year. Um, but I, you know, I, I think people are going to be delighted if you, if you have any, uh, you know, basketball uh, background at all, you're going to be able to see right away the, you know, the, the talent. Um, I think this team is going to be really really good perimeter team I, you know i, I kind of wonder uh, about uh what they can get done or if they can stand up inside both offensively and defensively um so you know as i look at it through through my my lens i that that's my concern right there um and then so you know in other words how strong will this team be in the paint on on both ends of the floor and then you know what's the chemistry you know i mean oh, probably the most overworked word in sports, but it's, it's the word that applies here. I mean, you've got probably 12 guy, 11 or 12 guys who are going to be fighting for eight or nine places in the, in the rotation. And then, you know, and then really when you get down to it, who are the best five or six that'll be together on the floor. Uh, so all of that is going to take some time to, to, to define itself. But um, so a lot of questions, you know, this is not Wisconsin, uh, uh, it's not a, a vintage Wisconsin type team where you've got fourth and fifth year players, but uh, it is a good mix of guys who, who were really good last year and, and, and some, some really remarkable young, young talent to add to it. 
All right, Ken, before we go here on a light note, can we get a um, Bryce McGowns got it from you um, just for our <laughs> listeners here so they can get geared up for the season? All right, uh, Trey McGowan brings the ball across the timeline, throws it off on the right wing. Lat has got it, swings it to the left side. Here's Bryce McGowan's deep in the left corner. It's on the way. Got it! <laughs> Bryce McGowan's with a huge three. Holy cow! What a talent! Bryce McGowan's take a bow. <laughs> All right, that oh, that man. might be one of the highlights of off court this year. <laughs> Kent Pavelka, that was wonderful. That was incredible. Thank you, Kent. I am really impressed that you could pull that together. <laughs> We appreciate the time, Kent, and uh, we look forward to seeing you here as things swing back up in Lincoln. It's going to be fun, guys. It really is. Looking forward to it. Thanks again, Kent. All right, much more to come. We'll hear from Matt Abdelmasi next. You're listening to Off Court. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're listening to Off Court with the McGowans, brought to you by Tavern 180 and Tanner's Bar and Grill in Lincoln. And welcome back to the final segment of this vacation edition of Off Court without Trey and Bryce McGowns. They did join us, though. They're back home, as you heard them both in the show. We heard from Kent Pavelka as well. This next segment of the show brought to you by Slim Chickens, Bill Hooks and the crew, proud sponsors and supporters of Off Court. As uh, They've got two locations here in Lincoln, one on 14th and Pine Lake, um, which has become a very favorite spot for members of the Nebraska basketball team to get the chicken and waffles and all the great things at Slim Chickens. And then another one out there by Lincoln Christian High School on 84th and Old Cheney. Make sure you go out there and support Slim Chickens as they are a proud supporter of Off Court with Trey and Bryce McGowns. Well, we're pleased to bring in our final guest here of this vacation edition. And he's a guy that just got off vacation as well. Matt Abdelmasse, Robin, as Coach Abdelmasse, appreciate the time. You, you, where'd you get away to over the break, Coach? I, uh, me and my family went to Colorado for a week, which was great. The unfortunate thing is, since I've been gone, the Mets have completely imploded. <laughs> so I regret going on vacation. I should have just stayed at home, and maybe the Mets would still have a team because uh, it's been embarrassing the last ten days ever since they got Baez, which sure plenty of people here can relate to i've had so many people tell me how excited uh, or uh, how disappointed they were about losing bias well they could have him back if they want <laughs> i could just imagine you like sitting out like on a, a deck looking over some like beautiful mountain scenery just like with a scowl yeah. on your face watching your phone because the mets are losing <laughs> That's exactly what happened uh, every night, Robin. <laughs> I could I could picture it perfectly. But okay, so I mean, obviously you're you're back home now. The guys uh, said they're going to be back sometime next week, and I imagine that's the case for the majority of the team. I guess looking back on you know the summer that was uh, as a staff, I mean, what was your guys' take of? getting this group together for the first time, getting them on the court and um, actually getting some, some real basketball work together. Is, is, is this collection of players starting to become the team that you envisioned uh, when you put it all together? Yeah, I mean, I remember the first day and right around June 8th when we had a majority of the guys in town and then as the summer moved on and added a few other guys because of commitments they had, you know, when you walk into the gym, it's as positive of a feeling that I've been around. Of course, from a pure talent standpoint, um, you know, very excited about what we see. You know, the basketball part throughout the summer, there's some strides that clearly were made. There's excitement level um, when you put them on the floor and, and start meshing them together. But I think the thing that's probably the most gratifying of – things that we were able to achieve is the simple fact of chemistry and our guys seem to genuinely vibe well together that's always a concern when you're adding a lot of new guys I feel like year in and year out you got to find a way to mesh them together and we did a really good job of doing a lot of team building stuff you know once a week and um, I think it's paid off and you know it's it's important with a group of guys like this 
you have to put them in some uncomfortable positions, um, getting to know each other and forcing them to speak to another because I think we all know in today's day and age, people really lack communication because the social media age doesn't really allow you to look someone in the eye. And, you know, I think we've done a really good job of allowing the guys to really figure out each other's story, which will only help keep them connected on the court. I mean, how, I mean, that's obviously valuable, but especially coming off last year when you didn't have that opportunity, when literally guys were talking to each other over Zoom meetings and until they were finally allowed to be on a court together, you know, after basically right before the start of the semester, you know, I guess how much of a difference does that truly make in terms of not only just building a team, but especially one where there you are incorporating so many new pieces, these experiences on the court in the locker room the 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 events that you guys have been doing with the the top golf and the boxing and the cycling and all that stuff yeah i mean just how critical is all of that a part that component uh to success on the court during the season and, and uh have you already started to see gains to this point this year that you didn't even have the chance to get to last year well yeah you definitely see immediate results this year just from the sheer standpoint of not being really inactive last summer um you know with all the protocols that were set in place and rightfully so at the height of covid that we all experienced last summer we were just limited with our contact and um the only thing that is the same is is just incredible you know having these guys move in here in the early part of june you literally forget that there were quite a few guys that committed to us that never saw the state of Nebraska, let alone the campus they're about to live mm -hmm. and and the school they're about to play for. So back-to-back -back summers definitely creates a, an interesting dynamic when you have families that come here for the first time. The only good thing was is we really treated that first weekend like it was an official visit weekend, although they were moving in, where we were able to at least – show the families that brought their kids here what Nebraska's all about. Yeah, la last summer we were not able to clearly build the chemistry with such a new group like we really wanted to in a normal setting, whereas this year we, we clearly have been able to do that. So it is. It's a huge advantage, um, or I shouldn't say advantage. It's, it's huge to have some normalcy. Mm -hmm. um, and because of that, I think it, it really has allowed us to grow individually and collectively as, as a group and as a program and give us really good momentum when the guys start coming back and the fall semester starts back up. We're talking here to Nebraska basketball assistant coach Matt Abdelmasse on Off Court, this segment brought to you by Slim Chickens here in Lincoln. Coach, um, you know, one of the things that jumps out to me is how aggressively you guys have built the schedule for the upcoming season. I mean, typically when – you, you, you have a lot of young newcomer guys, you know, you see coaches go the other direction, but it tells me that you guys obviously are very confident in what you have, that you're not backing down from opponents based on the schedule you've put together here for the non-conference. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, when you play 20 games within a league that is arguably the best in the country, you can kind of have the luxury of not scheduling as aggressively non-conference-wise, but there were some opportunities that came about that to us the upside was too tremendous not to take on the challenge and couldn't be more excited about the opportunity to play some really quality teams and great programs and great coaches and that's what it's all about we want to put our guys in a position to go showcase um, their value go showcase what they're capable of and, and put Nebraska on the national map and something that it hasn't had in quite some time and We've done that with the recruiting class, and now we've got to do it with the results, and we know that. And There's no better way to back up what we've already done from that recruiting standpoint by backing it up and going out and trying to beat some of the nation's best teams. Now, we haven't gotten a chance to talk with you since Delano uh, was selected in the second round yeah. by the Toronto Raptors. Now, obviously, that's a huge feather in the cap for um, you know you guys as a staff and a program, but I wanted to kind of get your take on what that means in recruiting. I mean, obviously, I know Fred's NBA connections and the development of players to, that he got to the league at Iowa State is a big part of your pitch. How much 
more ammunition does that add when you have a player that came to Nebraska and in you know two years he became a draft pick? And with the fact that you actually have tangible evidence that this happened at Nebraska, not just leaning upon what you did at Iowa State. It just gives you validity, you know, when you're ba- able to back up everything you're selling to the prospects that we're speaking to, and not only that, your current players. Um, I think that it's weighted a lot different when you could back it up with a guy getting his name called. Clearly, an absolutely huge achievement. Got to give him credit; he bet on himself. A lot of critics out there would have claimed it would have been better for him to return for another year and prove himself at a higher level, but he bet on himself and you respect that. You know, you have to respect every kid's decision and, and give them the support they need. We certainly did that throughout the way for him. And um, to get his name called was clearly an amazing accomplishment, let alone by your hometown, which is even more cool mm-hmm. on top of it. But um, yeah, you know, at the end of the day, when we got here, you know, 28 months ago, um, you know, we had, a complete rebuild and almost a complete rebranding of what Nebraska basketball is perceived as not only, you know, locally, but across the country. And I feel like we've made a lot of progress in regard to changing the narrative of what Nebraska basketball is by the level of talent we've brought in, in town uh, to this program. And also now adding, like you said, that feather in the cap with getting a guy called, when, you know, quite honestly, it's not like we were winning games and, and cutting down nets and making the NCAA tournament and we still got a kid drafted. That speaks volume to when you do win at the level we expect to win, what it's going to mean for the guys in our program and giving themselves a shot to experience what Delano did, um, getting his name called. We experienced it at Iowa State where we had guys – that played in the NBA, that might not have produced at the level that you would think an NBA draftee would. And the sheer reason why is because of winning, you know, and and that's what we're trying to create here. So just a great night, most importantly for Delano, certainly a great night for this program. And uh, we're expecting guys' names called and drafts upcoming uh, year in and year out. All right, last one for you. Obviously, the other kind of news of the summer for you guys was watching Keishi Tomonaga uh, with the Japanese uh, 3x3 team uh, in the Olympics, uh, and I'm sure you were playing close attention to those games. And um, I guess what what would you kind of what were your impressions of that? And um, obviously, probably a pretty cool deal to to see him have that opportunity to not only play in the Olympics but represent Japan in Tokyo and, and then have a little success as well. Yeah, I mean, just awesome to watch uh, him out there performing for his country. Um, the only disappointment was not being able to be there in person. I had full intentions on going to Japan last summer, of course, getting canceled, and then this summer, but because of COVID, not able to do that. Um, but to see him on TV compete at the level that he did against guys two, three, four, five, six, seven years older than him that are pros was was exactly who he is. He's an underdog. People look at him, probably laugh at him, and then he goes and busts them for, you know, in three on three, seven, eight, nine, ten points. Um, what he does best was showcase to I me mean, he's as elite of an offensive player as you're gonna find. And the the thing that I hope fans saw was just his overall competitiveness Mm -hmm. and that's what he is he plays with this fiery attitude that i think people are going to eat up and and gravitate towards um his emotions on the court are a breath of fresh air and he's all about one thing and that's winning and that's what he's exactly coming to lincoln for is to help us and play his role and uh you know we i listen i really do expect big things from him there's plenty of question marks about you know maybe some deficiencies or weaknesses he has. I've always been the type of person to figure out why a kid deserves to play rather than why he doesn't. And the reasons why he does deserve to play really outweigh all the weaknesses he does have. And I couldn't be more ecstatic about getting him here. He's arriving August 18th. Um, We'll be there to pick him up and a long journey 
that me and him been through to finally come to Nebraska and talking to him for quite some time now and all of his accomplishments. The biggest accomplishment I would say is that he survived somehow two years in Ranger Texas <laughs> and no made, made, made it out and, and had an unbelievable two year run there. Um, and he, you know, he's, he's going to be hungry and, and he's going to be hungry to help Nebraska, um, be put on the map and being able to see it done at the Olympics at that level was, was awesome. Well, Coach, we appreciate you taking some time here, and uh, I know everyone's looking forward to things getting started up, but I'm sure we'll be catching up here on Off Court again here throughout the year. Absolutely. No, my pleasure, guys. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Off Court with the McGowans, powered by Husker Online. Join us for another show next week, brought to you by Tavern 180 and Tanner's Bar and Grill in Lincoln. Give me some